Our brothers and sisters, alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. You may be seated. This morning we are here for one reason, for one reason, and it's the same reason we go to church on any Sunday morning, because we believe that Jesus Christ truly, literally, actually, physically rose from the dead. In fact, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the most important day in all of human history. And I'm not saying that for dramatic effect. I'm saying it because it's true. No other event in human history is like it. No other event in history has changed the world like it has. What we call Easter Sunday is the most important day in all of human history. And to understand why and to understand how, this morning I want us to focus in on one man, a man named Peter. And I want us to see the resurrection of Jesus as he would have seen it. To see how the resurrection of Jesus changes minds, changes hearts, and changes the world. As we enter into the story, we find Peter running to Jesus' tomb. He goes inside. He sees the linen cloths, but Jesus is not there. And we are told that Peter went home marveling, marveling at what had happened. Now, one thing that's actually fascinating about this is that this was not the first resurrection that Peter had witnessed. In fact, it was the fourth resurrection that Peter had witnessed. Lazarus, a widow's son, the daughter of a Roman soldier, and now Jesus. For perspective, and you don't have to raise your hands, how many of you have seen someone raised from the dead in your lifetime? How many people in all of human history have seen someone raised from the dead? In fact, the Bible tells us that 500 people or more perhaps saw Jesus raised from the dead. But can you imagine seeing four people raised from the dead in a period of about three years? Maybe it's kind of like a hole in one. I've never had one myself, but a lot of people seem to have them regularly, but I digress. In all seriousness, of the four resurrections that Peter had now witnessed, it was the resurrection of Jesus Christ that changed his mind. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that it's one thing for Jesus to raise other people from the dead, and let's make no mistake about that, that in and of itself is incredible to think about. But here's the question. What happens when the one who raised others from the dead is now dead? It's all over, isn't it? You may have been following a very special guy. You may have been following a very powerful guy. But you're still following the wrong guy. Yet, as it turns out, Peter was following the right guy. Jesus' resurrection vindicated everything he had said about himself, namely his claim to be God. 
and Jesus' resurrection validated everything Peter had hoped to believe about him, namely that he is God. So if you're here this morning and you have doubts in your mind about whether or not this is all true, the only thing I can do, which is actually the best thing I can do, is invite you to read the story for yourself. Only as you do, I would ask you to keep in mind all of the other historical events that we accept as fact by faith. But more than just changing his mind, the resurrection of Jesus Christ also changed Peter's heart. Peter, you may know, was one of Jesus' closest friends. In fact, Peter was one of 12 men that Jesus had specifically chosen, selected from among all of the Israelites to be his disciple, to watch him, to listen to him, to learn from him, to emulate him. In fact, even to go out and do the very same things that Jesus himself was doing and doing it in his name. Peter, too, went out and healed the sick. Peter also went out and cast out demons. Only when the chips were down, Peter seemed to lose sight of all of that. Let me put it this way. If a loved one were unjustly accused of something, what would you do? We see it on the news all the time, and when we get it right, it's a very good thing. When someone is falsely accused of something, we do everything in our power. We move heaven and earth to try and make it right. But when Jesus was falsely accused, it seems that Peter moved out of the way. Denying that he ever knew Jesus three times, in fact, I never knew the man, he said. I wonder how Peter must have felt after he did that. We are told that he wept bitterly. Surely he looked away in anguish as Jesus was then whipped, beaten, spit upon, and mocked. And then Peter had to look up in horror as Jesus' beaten and bloodied body was hanging high upon a cross. And then finally Peter looked down looking down in disbelief at Jesus' dead body lying on the ground when they took him down from the cross. Watching, watching the women as they washed the blood and the dirt off of him and watching Joseph of Arimathea as he carried the crucified Christ and laid him in his tomb. How would you feel if you were in Peter's shoes knowing what you had done? And what might you do if you were in God's shoes knowing what Peter had done? The good news is we know exactly what God did. On the third day, Jesus rose from the dead. And then this happened. Jesus, upon seeing Peter, issued peace. That's the very first thing he said to Peter and the others after his resurrection, peace be with you. And then in a very personal encounter with Peter, Jesus forgave Peter three times. Just Simon Peter, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus says, feed my lambs. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. 
Jesus says to him, tend my sheep. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus says to him, feed my sheep. Can you imagine that scene? Because it is these events that changed Peter's heart and these very same events that began to change the world. Because now the man who had denied Jesus at his trial and crucifixion became the man who declared Jesus after his resurrection, securing his credibility as a reliable witness throughout the ages, not only by his manner of living, but in his martyrdom in dying. And not just because he believed in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but so that you and I might believe it also. 2,000 years after the fact and 7,000 miles from where it happened. So that you and I can receive the same forgiveness of our sins. So that you and I can hold the hope of eternal life in our hearts. And so, my friends, it's no mere coincidence of history that Christianity is the largest religion in the world today and also the largest religion ever in human history because what changed the mind and what changes the heart also changes the world. And yet, even with all of that said, there's just one tiny little question left. Has the resurrection of Jesus Christ changed your world? Has the resurrection of Jesus Christ changed your world? You see, there are two various, very serious concerns that we all share. Two things that can keep us lying awake at night with the greatest of anxieties. Two things that in our waking hours can drive us to the deepest despair. And these are, number one, the shame of our sin. We all feel that. We all know what that's like. And the second is the fear of our death. All of us will one day face our own death. We are powerless to overcome these things on our own. And my friends, if you take anything away from this message on this morning, I want you to know that Jesus Christ wants the very same things for you that he wanted for Peter and all of his disciples. Hear me closely. Jesus forgives us because he loves us. God's not mad at us. He is for us, not against us, as the Bible says. And so he forgives us because he loves us, and because he loves us, he wants to be with us for all of eternity, and all he asks is that we repent of our sin so we can open ourselves up to the fullness of of his love, his mercy, and his grace. Yes, my friends, this morning we are here for one reason and one reason alone. It's the same reason we go to church on any Sunday morning because we believe that Jesus Christ truly, literally, actually, physically rose from the dead. And in fact, today is the most important day in all of human history and I'm not exaggerating this for dramatic effect. 
I'm telling you because it's true. The resurrection of Jesus Christ changes minds. The resurrection of Jesus Christ changes hearts. And the resurrection of Jesus Christ changes the world. Has it changed your world?